What is going on, everybody? It is us. We're here. Hanging out with you. About something right now. Right now. Right now. (laughs) All right, let me get what we're supposed to say out of the way first. So, guys, guys, everybody out there, men and women, everybody can use this. Merry Balsmas from our friends over at Manscaped. The holidays are approaching, but what if I told you that the celebrations are starting early this year? It turns out the perfect gift does exist. And who else to bring it down your chimney than the leaders in below-the-waist grooming? Keep calm and let your balls jingle this season with Manscaped's brand-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, featuring the new Lawnmower 5.0. Watch all your wishes and mistletoe kisses come true. Look nice when you're going naughty by going to Manscaped and use code 3Geeks for 20% off plus free shipping. Unwrap the gift of smoothness this season with Manscaped. Guys, like plus free look shipping. At That's I used I used it on my head and look how close that cut is. Like yeah, it is uh, no, Nick, I can't, oh my, you can trust it with your head. You can trust it Picture anyone. that dangling between Jason's legs. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I can't show that. So the best alternative Thank you for not head. showing that. I would have left. Oh, this my goodness. No, um, my, my lawn has never looked, has never been this manicured before. Um, it, it's it's easy to use. It's It's got a bright light on there to... You know, you're not you're not doing anything you're not wanting to do with that. Yeah, it's it's. it's I great. feel very safe using the lawnmower. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Those hard to reach spots, guys. Yeah. Right there. They will take care of you, ladies. You too. This is a great Christmas gift, and this yeah, was a great Christmas gift that we got too. Personscaped. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I'm doing my personscaping, I like to get the lawnmower 5.0. I, I feel very scaped. Yes, it is. It is good. It it works. I can tell you, it works. <laughs> hey, if you guys, if you want it to look like your lawn hasn't been mowed in forty-seven years, you can also use it on your face and your head. Uh, I, but you know, it's like make sure you hygiene. Okay, is all I'm gonna say. It's just, make make sure you do all the hygiene first before you just use it on all the areas. Okay, because you know if you got. If you got something going on somewhere, you may not want to use the the same lawnmower in the same area. It's important to have a weed whacker and a lawnmower. Yes. That's what what Max is trying to say. All right, everybody. Just remember, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code 3geeks at manscaped.com. Guys, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. (laughs) Is that a real hashtag? Why is that there? Because it's, it's in the comments, they told me to put that there. Oh, okay. Hashtag. Ad. All right. Yeah, I think we have to disclose that we are like it's an ad, right? So that's yeah, I think so too. Oh, okay. Well, we just did. We did it. Yep. Yep. Hashtag. We got there. Yes. Lawnmower. Right. It's funny because before the show, Max texted me. I, I texted Max. And I said, "Are you going to join us?" He's like, "Dude, I'm tired. No, I'm out." And then I said, "We're oh. doing the ball ad," and Max is like, "Send me the link." <laughs> Uh, I was, I was, yeah, there. I was, I was actually early. <laughs> so that's how excited <laughs> I was to do the, the our first ad, our first legit ever sponsor ad. Uh, I am, I am so proud of, of J- uh, Jason, Justin. It's, it's all you guys. You guys are doing all the heavy lifting. Um, and you know, and thank you so much. And it's, it's all your hard work has finally come to fruition. We're finally, mm-hmm. we're finally making that sweet, sweet manscape money. Oh, Max, you're forgetting our amazing deal that we had with Audible. <laughs> no, that that wasn't paid though. Those weren't paid ads. We got one. We made twelve dollars. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, all right. Hey, hey, uh, let's not associate that with our Manscaped ad. Is no, Manscaped no. sweet? Manscaped is actually <laughs> sweet. Yeah, Audible. I mean, like, I guess Audible's fine if you're listening to audiobooks. But uh, like, I, Audible never helped me out, and they never sent me any free stuff. So true. Audible never Word. shaved anybody's balls. Yeah, I, I, Audible never got my my lawn looking so clean, so crisp. <laughs> but, How are you guys uh, doing yeah. today? I'm tired. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> now, did, like, did everyone go? Like, did you did you clear the forest, or or, or did you leave? Did you get, like, there are there are parts of my body that I think need to have hair, and I left hair there. Okay, but, 
it did the job when I wanted it to do the job. Yeah. <laughs> My God. <laughs> he just staring at us. He was like, listen. <laughs> so glad I'm here for this. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I feel like you're our audience right now. Yeah, I'm the audience avatar being like, okay, All right, guys. how much longer can they go on about it? Can <laughs> we stop at eight? Oh All day, actually. We're not oh, going to. We're not going to. Uh, how was everybody's day and week so far? Uh, my my day was pretty cool. Um, GalaxyCon is in town, and uh, my my father in law has never been to a convention, so he is getting the full convention experience, and and I get to experience it with him. So it's uh, it's been a fun day, but it's been very long. There is many hours standing on top of concrete that have just decimated my body. When you combine that with the press of humanity, because I feel like there was like three hundred thousand people in there, like it was, it was just, it was just clean shaven nuts to butts in there. Like it was. <laughs> nice. But uh, no, it's um. It's really funny, too, because I ran into Alex Guglielmi. Um, Jason, you'll, you'll know who I'm talking about. And <laughs> I ran into a couple other people who, like, I've just, like, not thought about in a long time. <laughs> Sean Forney was there, uh, so that was a positive. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. It's uh, I think I spent, like, four or five hours just in line today. And... Uh, but yeah, you know, like we got to see William Shatner. I got to go to his Q and A. That was a lot of fun. He's 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 still with it. He's still really funny. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, you know, I'm out, I met uh, Walter uh, Koenig. Koenig. Um, I didn't meet uh, uh, Brent Spiner and uh, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Frakes. Mm, um, sure. But uh, you know, but my my father in law did. I was just like I I. I'd, you know, I'm not a Trekkie, so I'm not like a huge fan. I, I didn't need to, to to meet them, but like, you know, it was it was still cool, and he, and he was really excited too. And he got a lot of photos and a lot of a lot of autographs, so it was really, it was really cool. Galaxy That's Con, awesome. they they know how to con. They they, they sure do, do it right. They sure do. They, they do, man. It it, it sucked because I so um um Matt uh, Mike Flanagan is coming to Cincinnati next year, early next year, and. Uh, I want to meet him. Like that's my goal in life. So not going to Galaxy Con this weekend hurt because it's the first Columbus Con that I haven't gone to in like 30 years. Max's wife even offered to buy me ticket, but that opens a can of worms because you got to buy food, parking, and I'm a nerd. I'm going to spend money while I'm there. So I I opted not to go. Max's and... eyes got real big. What'd you buy? I, I have managed not to buy anything. Oh, proud of you. I, I'm doing it, guys. Like it's it's happening. <laughs> we gotta like get back tomorrow. They might get me. I might just be too tired to not buy anything. But like, I, I, two days, two days at the con, haven't bought a single thing. We should all show up on Sunday, just egging Max on to buy something. <laughs> I'll text them all day. Yeah, like, oh, did you check out this? Like, they might have this uh, trade paperback. Did you look for that? <laughs> hey, there's a book about everything you hate about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't actually buy it. That's fun. Uh, guys, we're going to talk uh, physical media today. We've kind of dabbled in this topic off and on. We've never like had a serious talk about it. So that's pretty much the topic for today. I do have the Furiosa trailer and the Fallout trailer to go over which I'm hearing great things about Fallout. I haven't watched either yet. Kind of excited to dive in. But um, what, Max? I'm sorry. Like, you're making me want to stay on the cast. Like, I, I need to, <laughs> but, no, like, you're sorry. not. In the same way I have not made any purchases at the convention, I will not stay on this cast, even though it sounds like a lot of fun, and I would love to talk to you guys about these things. But no, I really do got to go. We've got a lot of family Before in here. Before you go, so did tired. you watch Good Burger 2 yet? I have not watched Good Burger 2. Okay. I want to. But I, I have not. What's that on? Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, Amazon. Our Amazon. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, will, I will watch that. But like, yeah, this weekend has just been so crazy and so hectic. We've been, we've been just like, it's not even been a weekend. We've been getting up at like seven o'clock in the morning and like, all right, let's pack up everything and let's go. Uh, so yeah, um, but I will watch it too. Dude, I'm jealous, man. I think Jeff has conned more than we've ever conned. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> no, his, for his first con, he's doing it right. But also, it's like it. 
we we've never had the disposable income. You know, like like to you know, that's why like being adults is cool because it's like, hey, I like a thing. I've earned the money to pay for the thing. I'm gonna get it. Like, but you know, yeah, Frost Haven, that bundle of Frost Haven. Oh you, my god, yeah. yeah, that was that was a that was a bad investment. But anyway, <laughs> I haven't played so it yet. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> the only thing I've done is take everything out of the box, set up the the, the box within the box, and put everything back in the box. That's all I've done. <laughs> <laughs> You've effectively made it so you can't return it. That's like all you've done. <laughs> So, not the best purchase yet. I'm sure, like, when I actually have some fun playing the game, I'll be like, okay, this is worth it. But, yeah. uh, come back around to date, yeah, not yet. Um, when you yeah, get no, your, he, sorry, yeah, when on. you get your physical media, actually use your physical media. That's what I'm saying. Oh, good time <laughs> on brand. Good job. Go. That's perfect. Oh, uh, for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's conning the right way. Like, that, this is, you, you need thousands of dollars to just spend on William Shatner taking a photo like three and a half feet away from you <laughs> there's a divider there's a divider in the photo. <laughs> there was an actual i didn't see a divider in the photo I mean, I just yeah. you can see it it makes sense he's old i mean uh, no, okay but like walter walter the difference between william shatner and walter koenig koenig i know i'm koenig yeah koenig. Go with okay. it. is that like william shatner takes your photo it takes a photo with you Mm-hmm. He's sitting over here. You're over here. Walter <laughs> is like, come on, everybody, get in the photo. Like, how are you? How's your mom? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was sick, or maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he got something while he was up there in space with Bezos. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, like, maybe his immunity is just like yeah, flattened out. And, and post COVID, like, I definitely should not hate on anyone for for taking any steps to keep themselves healthy <laughs> but, <Important. laughs> but yeah no it's it's you know like i mean oh my goodness like they they're they're so old like and, and it, it's it's like they're only getting older but like you know it's just like i i understand what william shatter did i was expecting the same thing from everyone else but everyone else is just like oh man come on in like let's all breathe on each other let's let's <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's comfortable to different degrees. I mean, I'm not the hugest yeah. chat fan, but I mean, I kind of get he's the face of a lot of people's childhoods in Star Trek. People can get handsy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Walter Koenig, Walter Koenig might be the face of some people's childhoods, but not so much as Shatner. So, right, for sure. Is for Shat sure. a common abbreviation for Shatner? Yeah, I've been That's, calling him Shat for a while. If that wasn't already there, it definitely should have been. It should be there. Yeah. I was about to ask. That's what I was asking. I was like, that's but, uh, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, but guys, it's been awesome. It's been an awesome right. 13 minutes hanging out with you. <laughs> I'll catch you later. Mosey your way on out of here. Yeah. A long mosey my way yeah, out of here. Thank you. Recycle thank your droids. <laughs> we're still here, guys. We're not leaving, even though Max said recycle your droids. This has been, man. Uh, so, uh, it's been crazy. One week. The whole, oh. um, Zaslov and um, yeah, Zaslov. Man, Zaslov. He he's. It's. I'm gonna start with Nintendo as a, a good example of physical versus um, digital. Because so when the Wii came out, you know, we all got excited because we could buy the old NES games. We bought the old NES games, and then guess what? The Wii U came out. Those purchases didn't transfer. So what do we do? We got all the Nintendo games again. And then guess what? The 3DS came out. We bought all those games again. And then the Switch came out and we bought all those games again. That's a huge. You could save so much money just buying a physical copy of these things. Mm -hmm. Like for Mm -hmm. real. And I know the convenience. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I have digital games on my switch because sometimes they're cheap and it's hard to resist even though you know that when the next thing comes out you're gonna have to buy it again but um well, you know you my... also sometimes have to buy multiple physical medias of that same scenario right because sometimes it's not backwards compatible so they'll remaster for the new system and then i mean it's all a money grab right the fact that they don't invest the time to make it backwards compatible in their system but there's yeah. that too yeah yeah but with um like system upgrades and buying it for the next system is you can keep your old system and still play it on that. Right. So long as you're fine with, you know, that level of quality that you came in on it on, and then that's fine. Yeah. If you want to get like, if you're one of those people, it's like, I need to have like the next 
best like graphics card installed in my system and like you know ps5 xbox series x whatever and then sure but no i'm fine with my regular regular ps4 stuff yeah same yeah but once they get cheaper then i'm upgrade but um <laughs> i'm guilty of it i have the xbox six but i mainly have my xbox it's a glorified 4k because that's what i do mostly on it is watch 4k movies are you, do you still have the one, or are you talking about the one before the one, or the X, uh, the, the Series X, the new yeah. one, yeah, the disc one? Because I, again, uh, movies and stuff like the, I own movies. Like I get it. If you're more mm -hmm. into the uh, spectacle and the uh, popcorn flicks, like I am too, you know, there's not so much of an argument about the streaming stuff because most of that's going to be available. You're not going to have to worry about it. But if you like movies, like The Kid with Charlie Chaplin and you want to see it in its best quality because sure you could go on YouTube and watch a Charlie Chaplin movie, but you know, not all that stuff is streaming and it's hard to find and watch when you're a big fan of the genre films. Cause I love movies and I want to have access to my movies whenever right. I want to watch them. Even my uh, old people TV shows that I have sitting around behind me. I like, I love owning the stuff because on top of it, you know, these things have, um, features commentaries um some of them have documentaries that are fun to watch and learn more about film i don't know i'm just physical media is a passion of mine like i am fighting to keep it alive and so many people think it's dying because of the best buy thing it's not walmart actually does very very well in physical media and they're going to expand their physical media section now that target and best buy are dropping out so it's not going away yet thank goodness um Mike, well, eventually, being vinyl came back, right? So I mean, it'll be cyclical. It'll it'll come out of fashion and come back in, probably double the price. But either way, it'll be fun. Um, that's one of my favorite things for Black Friday to buy is physical media like movies and TV shows because they get such a big discount during the Cyber Mondays or the Black Fridays. I enjoy like I got like extended edition Lord of the Rings be mainly because we talked about it the week before. I was like, well, shoot, it's like thirty dollars rather than the ninety it was before. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much said it all there. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. I, I mean, um, I've been talking about this nonstop for months, even years at this point. But yeah, physical media is awesome. I mean, so long as you're one of those people that's willing to make an investment in it, like if you don't have the resources for an extensive collection, like this is stuff I've obtained throughout like almost a decade's worth. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's a matter I'm actually thinking of selling some of it off the stuff that I genuinely don't really reconnect with anymore or that I don't have a you know that's what interest in yeah that's what got me out of comic books not got out of but out of the physical media of comic books right. i have i have nine short boxes in my like underneath my stairwell just stacked mm -hmm. and like i've read a lot of them i've not read all of them because you, you just keep grabbing your pull every week and then you throw it in like the bag and board and then you want to come back to it and sometimes you do sometimes you don't but right yeah it's just a lot it, but it's uh, also no, like you know you, you know yourself to the point that it's like okay i don't need to get every single right. physical media thing right. ever it's like i have a focused interest like going to the comics side of things like ninja turtles fan so i'm following the idw series and that's mm -hmm. the regular series i'll pick up anything mm -hmm. else nothing really you know sure that i'm gonna get same with like you know dvds and blu-rays like if i'll find it for like a dollar sure or if it's a criterion thing because i'm really getting I, i'm pretty much in the criterion cult at this point like <laughs> i have a whole shelf dedicated to it and that's bleeding that's awesome. over here onto the onto this rack so i i like those films and i like you mentioned jason the special features the behind the scenes stuff the essays that come in the booklets mm -hmm. with the discs like those are yeah. fun to read too and they give you like great insight it's so much better than a lot of like i mean we're talking about you know the joy of physical media, but there are, are some lackluster physical media sure. uh, things. The plus the, minus, the mainstream blockbuster Marvel stuff is pretty milk toast. Like it's all just like, hey, we're having fun bringing this character to life, and mm -hmm. that's it. Like remember hey, the I like old school, but um, no, I, uh... no. Remember the old school like Star Wars DVD of like the Phantom Menace where you see like George Lucas having a full mental breakdown, yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah. Bring me I that shit. That. I, I listen to all that for Lord of the Rings. I watch that stuff so much. I watch every commentary. I still pull it up on YouTube. Those hour long like commentary like blocks that came out of the DVDs. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I 
Sorry, this reminded me of an interview we did a couple weeks ago, and I forget the person, so forgive me if you ever watch this gentleman. But uh, he was mentioning his one of his older movies went to DVD, and like him and I think the producer just drank through the whole commentary. So progressively, they just forgot what they talked about. Like it kind of yep. they get so drunk that it just went off the deep end. I forget. Give, give me imperfect features yeah, on yeah. on a on a physical media release don't so. don't give me just the regular like glossy everyone loves each other on set it's so much joy to bring this to millions no tell us how much it sucks too like yeah i went well, behind the scenes of like tom cruise yelling at the staff yeah yeah i'll buy the terminator salvation dvd if yeah, christian bale's right. rant is on there somewhere as an easter egg yeah that's the other thing bring back easter eggs i miss easter I eggs on menus on everything you're just looking for yeah those are fun but um shit i lost my train of thought I had one too. Oh, Head's too smooth. like even even comedy movies, the commentaries can be fun, especially if they get the cast involved and they're funny. Like uh, Tropic Thunder's commentary was Robert Downey Jr. still in character, still in character, the line yeah, that he good. made in the movie. So uh, yeah, no, there, there's really good commentaries. I love freaking commentaries, especially when it's the filmmakers involved or historians. Some of the old films, like I think the kid has a historian commentary sure. on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because everyone who involved yeah. in that movie is way past dead. So, yeah. Or, like, um, on the Unbreakable DVD I've got, the hidden feature is that you can find, like, one of M. Night Shyamalan's, like, kid film. Like, one of his movies he made when he was, like, 12 or something. Well, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it's pretty, it's interesting. I mean, you know, it's on par of stuff we made when we were 12, but it's interesting to see where people get their beginnings. Right, right, hundred percent. My my concern is with streaming. Like, there's things that I love that they're streaming, and like Netflix is a good example of this. Netflix doesn't sell very much of their stuff. Like, even Stranger Things, they stopped after season two. And um, you know, there's movies that Netflix has done, like the Daredevil show. I would love to own that on physical media, but it's not available, and you can't buy it on like Voodoo. You can't even buy it through a digital outlet. Like, it is netflix exclusive and to me as a business standpoint how does that make sense like wouldn't you make more money if you made it available to those that don't want to buy your service right right i think that's also the issue with regards to the fact that we just have to trust them on their numbers mm-hmm. like they always keep saying like this movie is like our most watched according to our numbers our most watched movie on the platform and as opposed to like okay actually release the numbers don't just give right. us your say right. so on it because I don't know how much of it is heavily reliant upon eyeballs glued to the app to the streaming platform and how much of it is just we just need to keep reeling people in. And if it is doing that well, like six months later, drop it. If you're not going to drop a physical release, which I understand they cost money and I don't don't know how much uh, on demand releasing does, because I know some studios do do that with certain movies, but um, at least drop it on a. Uh, platform where somebody can buy it digitally so they can have a copy. And if you guys do buy digital movies, download them. You can download them. It is an option in most digital people because those movies can vanish too. Anytime contracts go up, whether you bought it or not, it can go and you've lost Mm -hmm. that movie without even sometimes knowing like if you have a vast digital collection, your stuff can just disappear and you you won't know unless you like surfing through it all the time. And then you'll go to watch the movie, which has happened to me and it's not there anymore um our friend or not well it, it is our friend jason uh fury his brother's documentary about pepe the frog like that i bought that on itunes and because i want to watch it because you know i know jason i know matt to some degree so it's like i want to watch the documentary i really liked it it's a really great documentary one of my favorites of that year and ever since i've upgraded my whole setup here and my itunes is kind of a thing of the past <laughs> to some degree it. it's like yeah mm-hmm. it's not there anymore and I'm kind of like, I would love to get a physical copy at this point, but I think I have to maybe go through directly through the distributor, uh, who's the indie pr- pr- uh, producer or something. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. will. Yeah. But it, again, it's like, yeah, that scarcity is kind of the necessity, you know, facilitates the necessity for physical media. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Daniel says, got to love those old people TV shows. A friend of mine used to say I was an 80-year-old trapped in a 20-some body due to my love of Matlock and the heat of the night in Miami Vice. I have not seen in the heat of the night or Miami Vice yet, but um, nah, Daniel, you're cool. And Daniel's going to be on next week's Matt Talk, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I, that surprises me. Not to sidetrack us, but Miami Vice seems like right up your alley, Jason. I'm surprised you're not. I'm not watching Miami Vice. I don't know. I think I might check out Magnum PI because I watched the episode where he did on Murder She Wrote, and I liked it. So, and I like Tom Selleck. He's Fair. fine. He's but nice. um, going back to uh, physical media as far as comic books go, so we Justin and I have been interviewing a lot of comic creators and. So I've been torn the last month or so since we interviewed the last guy who was talking about how, you know, if you don't support local comic book shops, people aren't necessarily going to hear about the independent books. It's going to be Marvel and DC and in some degree image is going to be the prime focus. And so like the last few months, I was like, maybe I should start going to my comic book store, even if I just get one book a month, just to show some form of support to them, because I want the comic industry to keep flourishing and I want those new artists to be able to be out there. I don't want right. to just go to Comic Cons and spend a hundred bucks through the door, plus you know, forty dollar hot dog, in order to find some of these books that I would not otherwise discover. You know, hundred percent. And power to the people that make like the one dollar comics. That guy cracked me up. Whichever for which uh, Monroe Pop Fest, mm -hmm. his comics cracked me up. Great. That's a cheap yep. con. I mean, if anything, if you know with the deterioration of like say the mom and pop shops it's if anything this pushes you to be like a self-published yeah. author at this point like you might well yeah yeah 100 yeah but i mean i have a vast collection i um i have a lot of vhs tapes too that's yeah you, you lose me at vhs because the, the physical media is like inconvenient <laughs> like to me vhs is inconvenient <laughs> i mean it's bulkier sure but like again everyone's different like i got sure, a vhs collection too here i mean so long as you have a vcr that works mm -hmm. i have like five i keep buying them <laughs> at garage sales for like a dollar just in case <laughs> in case mine breaks i have backups because yep. i do have an extensive collection of vhs tapes which i'm going to start exercising a new show next year it'll be fun oh yeah 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 We're, oh we are finally gonna do that yeah yeah, yeah. we're definitely gonna talk about this at some point we gotta talk about wired yeah, I uh, somebody suggested I let the guest pick the VHS tape. Whether you have the VHS tape or not, that's not the rules of the show. It's just if it was released on VHS, and hopefully I have a copy because I'm going to try to watch them all on VHS because of the the you it's know different the stuff, the ads at the beginning. Yes, Warner Brothers used to release some pretty funny ads, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, history at that point too. And I gotta say, there's some you know. Everyone's all about like 4K and stuff like that, which I can understand for some movies like having a really crisp like image and things like that. But for me, I kind of love the grainy, low tech kind of appeal of a VHS presentation of a film. I don't know. There's yeah. something comforting about that. Like, for sure, it adds to the ambiance of a film if the film is lending itself towards that kind of environment. And mm -hmm. some some movies don't look that great when they're all yeah you know scaled up could you imagine oh. the the first series of power rangers like blown up in 4k you'd see like the boom mics and stuff the random yeah. like just like it'd be so good dude if they release that on 4k i'm gonna get it and review it <laughs> yeah. all the random stuff you'd see again that's part of like the film history of it is those artists had to work around the technology of their time to make it look as good as they could and then when we upscale all that stuff to look as crisp an image and sound quality there's a lot more cracks that start showing <laughs> mm -hmm. one of the reasons buffy hasn't gotten a digital release because they they upgraded it to 4k or to hd on tv and you see mics on the side and stuff. oh yeah sure so they had to shrink it and people complained that it was you know shrunk that that happened with my Kindred, the embraced uh, DVD box. Even that's just like a DVD set too. But you know they, they didn't scale it for you know a widescreen presentation. So yeah, you'll see boom mics off of the side, like it's shadows so cool. of crew members, things like that. But again, that's part of the charm of it too. That can work, but also you know it's a give and take. Yeah, I uh, I put in the movie Cuffs. I on Blu-ray. I was excited. HD Cuffs. It did not look HD at all. <laughs> I could have just watched the DVD or the VHS because I don't think either one would have been much better or much yeah. worse. It it also depends on I guess the company releasing that mm -hmm. uh, that particular mm -hmm. version of the film because when they say like in HD, what some like more low grade let's say artists do is they'll just release like a somewhat upscale, blown up version of their original like 
mp4 file or something it'll right. you'll be like oh this it looks it's playing on 108 1080p but it's actually like 480 <laughs> i agree with you daniel i saw that movie like six times in the theater when it came out i was a fan of christian slater unfortunately slater didn't make a whole lot of good movies back then but uh that was definitely one of the ones that i loved yeah it's disappointing to get like a hd release of something and then it not be an hd like i went and saw jaws at the theater and you know when you pay 12 bucks to go see a movie in the theater you want it to not look like it's a vhs copy on blown up to a big screen and that's what my experience with jaws was <laughs> that's definitely sort of the drawback now we're moving into like the theatrical experience but with digital projection now is gone is like the idea of like okay here comes the real you know they put on the reels that are meant to be projected on a widescreen like that but now it's just okay boot it up on the computer but then yeah hope to god it's like set for the right format for that presentation for that viewing it's like mm. otherwise you'll get like those you'll get those borders on the side then you're kind of like why is the image so small when the screen is so big right yeah i've been going to less movies because i i usually buy the movies if i like them anyway so i just been on the let's save money unless tony wants to go to see something specifically i've just been staying home watching it because exorcist is already on streaming and it's only been a month <laughs> i'm like so glad i didn't spend 30 40 bucks to go see that movie when i can just watch it now i'm kind of nervous because i'm i'm gonna go watch godzilla minus one tomorrow and i'm like I'm I, re sure. I really hope my screen is is built for it too or you know that they're showing it at the right like right aspect right. ratio for that particular theater screen because i can imagine you know a smaller theater or at least a more franchise theater like say amc being like okay just load it up click go don't don't have to adjust it right right uh true romance is a great yeah great it's one of my dad's favorites i like it a lot too yeah i'll have to check i'll let you know i think i got a copy of it on uh blu-ray recently i'll watch it you know daniel but uh yeah it's been a good chat tell we all yeah. like we all like what we like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. There's always a place for physical media as long as you have room for it. What's up? I'm ready to get into those Lord of the Rings movies. I have them. They're without come sleeping. over. I got them. Without sleeping. I mean, you could, if we start early enough in the day, you definitely can do it. But it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. I, Max it, isn't going to show up if we're going to do it that way. <laughs> like, <laughs> You should just do one movie a week. That's Yeah. I mean, let's just do it every, like every Sunday for a month. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be not, fresh in your mind enough. You know, like you're not going to lose too much yeah, over the week. Let's not binge it like I did 24. I don't think I could make it through. It's it's a lot, man. It's a, I, mean, I love them. I I really do love them, but it's a lot. Are they better than the first Hobbit movie? All of them are better than the first Hobbit. <laughs> I like the first Hobbit movie. That's fine. You can like it, but they're better in my opinion. It's, I mean, to be fair, it's the only one I saw in theaters, so that's why I was able to stay awake through it. I think. Because the other ones, I just put them on a home. They're, they're guaranteed to be better than the Hobbit movies because they came first. Yeah. So. Yeah, Hobbit was a cash grab, but it's my opinion. There, there's a whole me There's actually a whole messy history behind the making. Is there? Of those okay, films. I'm not oh, yeah. into that part of it. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, like, because Jackson really didn't want to come back and direct them. Sure. Well, you can tell, right? Like that. It's yeah. definitely. They didn't have the heart that the first three did. And I think get, Jackson get, only wanted to do two, right? He. They were they were planning on doing two. Studio was like, nah, we gotta echo the, the original trilogy, so we gotta make it a trilogy. Then Guillermo del Toro was was attached to it, but then he had to leave the project. And then Jackson was like, fine, I guess I'll step in as director. And then there was labor and union issues over in New Zealand. Hmm. So it, it it's a really messy situation behind those films. Okay. That's wild. I didn't know that. I'll do some more research on that because that's that's cool. That's cool to know the history of it. I dodged Lord of the Rings for the longest time and found the trilogy for six bucks. Well worth it. Could not do a 24 marathon as much as I love Jack Bauer. Listen, Daniel. When I started watching 24, I think it was in season four, I got the DVDs. I just didn't sleep for like a week until I got caught up with the series. I had a problem. It was like cooking. <laughs> I had a problem. <laughs> I just you know, the disc would end and then I'd have to get up and put another disc in. And you know that you want to keep binging if you got up and put another disc in. It's not like the days now you can just let it run. But yeah, no, I had a problem when that show was on. That's awesome. 
But um, some trailers for us to check out. Uh, Mike was pretty high on one of them, and the other one I've been hearing a lot of good stuff for as well. Let me go ahead and pop in the first one. The first one we're going to watch is Fallout. Got to make you guys wait for the Furiosa one. Six dollars is crazy for Blu-ray, Daniel. By the way, that's a great deal. No, true. So this is a movie or a TV show? Sorry. TV show. Relatively comfortable life. See, I think TV show is the way to go with video games. If this is successful, I'm assuming we're all staying in the same like shelter. It would be great to do like um, every episode being a different shelter and how it kind of came to ruin. I would love that. That'd be cool. Anthology series. Yeah. Yeah. It's from it's from Jonathan Nolan and. Hopefully it has Westworld vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's perfect to do that for sure. Westworld definitely have a follow back too. Now I also heard that this is actually like this is in universe with the game, like the events okay. of whatever's happening in the game are simultaneously oh, happening here. Was that Michael Emerson? I love that guy. He's such a good actor. I mean, I'm if they, if they have the boy side to it too, this is good. Like in terms of the creators of it. That's sweet. Did you guys play the most recent Fallout? Was that '86? I'm trying to remember. I did not a little even. bit. <laughs> I've never played Fallout. No. Uh, Fallout Three was great. Fallout Four was okay. Fallout Shelter. I played a lot of time in that game. That was just like a mobile game. Yeah, that makes sense. I know everyone's going crazy for this carrot. I think he's called the ghoul or something. Sure, it makes sense. They're, they're That's Walton Clark. Goggins or something. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I've heard a lot of songs off the soundtrack for the game. Is oh, Kyle Perry? No, that was Michael Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. I love him. That's incredible. This will be fun. I hope it's fun, rather. I mean, it looks big. Yeah, but that's so money into it for a TV show. This looks pretty epic. Yeah, it reminds me of a like. Did anyone watch, or is anyone watching that uh, Monarch? No, I want to. I don't have Apple TV though. It, I'd like to do I watched the first episode. It's pretty good. It, yeah, but I'm if it's it. and it's on the scale of something like this too. Like, there's no like, small moments. It. Yeah, that's. I'm about to re up my Apple TV to watch the morning show, so I might check it out. Just and I'll send you the info. Yeah, please. Too. Well, Russian and I that announce that live on air. Mm-hmm. No, that looks cool. I have yeah, no idea. Cool. I mean, I know Fallout's about like post-apocalyptic survivors come out from underground and find the world in chaos and ruins. So. Yeah, and like you'll dive into like different shelters and Fallout, and you like a lot of times you're just seeing like strewn bodies of humans, and like mm-hmm. it went sideways. So, or the people that made the shelters did crazy experiments, and the people in the shelters like as a psychological thing. So, I really okay, do well, hope they play into that. That'd be fun. Well, speaking of yeah, post-apocalyptic, yeah, yeah. Uh, Halo came out last year, and Halo did pretty good. Um, I mean, Last of Us has set a huge benchmark. Um, and hopefully Halo fixes the issues the fans had with the first one. But as somebody who didn't know the Halo lore, I thought the Halo show was pretty good. And then um, this looks solid, man. I think, yeah, uh, Daniel agrees that he thinks video game or TV is the way to go with video games. I agree because they're so immersive that if you make a two-hour movie, you're not going to make anyone happy because it's going to cut things that you know people don't want cut out and so forth. Right. Like I can't imagine The Last of Us as a two-hour movie. Yeah, you wouldn't get anything done. Yeah, it's basically uh, the Dark Tower movie, right? There's too much content for them to do a Dark Tower movie well. Yeah, and so instead they decide to opt to make an 85 minute movie instead of making right. anything longer. <laughs> Guys, we have too much stuff, so let's make one of the shortest movies we possibly can and put it out there with two very talented actors. Let's just make them look bad and make this awful movie. All right, but this. What I hear does not look cool. whatever you have to do. However long it takes. I really like Anya Taylor Joy. Me, me too. Find your way home. You look too great in Northman, the menu. Another good stuff. Queen's Gambit. 
give me this promise. What happened with uh um was it Charisse and the um, Charlize? Uh, yeah, was she why didn't she come back? Well this oh, is a prequel. Yeah, Yeah. Like you know how it goes. Like they were probably thinking of making a spin-off with her, but she probably had other obligations and it's just okay, let's go prequel and get someone younger. Right. Someone they can build a probably a series around. Chris Hemsworth's yeah, fake nose. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. No, it was him. He's he's I couldn't tell it was him until you said something. Yep. Night. No. Looks good. Young and Morton. I need to watch Jerry uh, Rudy. Witness me. Have you not watched the first one, Jason? Yeah, I have. I want to watch oh, okay. it again. Oh, watch it again. Sorry. I've always wanted to watch the black and white cut. They get me with that gimmick, black and white gimmick all the time. Yeah. Like, I even watch Zack Snyder's stuff in black and white. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. I like that they gave Hemsworth a red cape just to be like, you know him. Yeah. <laughs> I was giving 300 vibes, but you're totally right. It's definitely Thor. The question is... Especially with that beard. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a very low bar to get me in the theater for a Mad Max movie. So I'm, no. I, mean, I mean, just the George Miller movie in general. Yeah, like, true, true. True, Dude, true. George Miller, like, does good stuff. Ridley Scott needs to like take some notes from George Miller because he knows how to come back to his franchise every so often and really hit it out of the park, and then go back away for a while and then come back and really hit it out of the park. Although I gotta say, I love Ridley Scott's "I don't give a shit" attitude about his, mm -hmm. you know, interview questions these days. Like he is just like, I'll say what I want when i want like have you heard some of his like interview questions for the napoleon movie it, yeah but like it, it, responding to like the critics that didn't like it he had choice words with them oh yeah <laughs> he's just like i don't care and he said something about like how the french were offended but he's like well the french are something or other <laughs> like he i was just like damn ridley <laughs> that's gonna be i'll create a game well that's okay you got it's a wonderful time to watch him if you're so inclined. I'll always so bad for Thunderdome. Thunderdome's mm -hmm. I enjoy Thunderdome. I know it, a lot of people don't like it, but I'm like, I enjoy it. I just enjoy so saying Thunderdome. So you haven't seen the Road Warrior, you've just seen the Mad Max and Thunderdome. That's fascinating. Yeah. I have not seen Thunderdome. That's like the only one I haven't seen. You have an opportunity to watch them. The yeah, Mad Max it. and uh, the Road Warrior are kind of like Evil Dead One and Two, where it's almost like a reboot of the original Mad Max. Well, kind of similar circumstances, too, where Mad Max was, you know, a more tame, budgeted type of film. Like, let's see what this George Miller guy's got. And then, <laughs> oh, he's got that. Do that again. That's awesome. All right, let me see. I think that we have uh, another trailer. I have some news that I was actually looking at before we started. Let's talk about it. I like news. Will Smith confirms he will star in I Am, B I Am Legend 2 with Michael B. Jordan. Is it a prequel or is he, are we like retconning the... I have a call with Michael B. Jordan tomorrow. The script just came in. We're going with the DVD version mm -hmm. where my character lived. Oh, all right. I mean, it's Michael B. Jordan. I'm in. Uh, I'm going to have to watch the DVD version then. This goes back to our physical media. Yep, I there you go. I've not, not seen it. I Am Legend is a great example of that because that thing has like three different endings. <laughs> uh, I've only ever seen the one where he does. Creed 3 is arguably the best of the Creed films and maybe the second or third best rock film. And Michael B. Jordan directed and I had a hand in writing that. So at this point, whatever Michael B. Jordan wants to do, he's got me. Like I'm in. Now, I've heard also there's rumors and there's been a lot of hints online that Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff are going to reunite as DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince for possibly a tour. And Will Smith is, if that's true, he he knows how to do a comeback because that's going to make so many hip hop fans happy. 
I'm curious if his slap is going to impact his ticket sales or not. I don't think anyone really gives a shit about that anymore. Fair, <laughs> really fair. It, it, it's the most no, innocuous just, whatever thing ever. <laughs> There's bigger Jada issues going on in the world. Jada made everybody feel bad for Will, so Will's back in the good standings for everybody. Jada did him a lot of favors over the last couple months. I'm not sure that's what I'd call him. But uh, because <laughs> it hurt him too, right? Even if it made yeah, him, I was about it, to be like, like it, it kind of hurt him emotionally. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's I'm doing favors. I meant favors as in public perception because he's definitely gotten a lot more favor with the public since all that happened with her. And also, people just don't care. I like, I don't care about these people's lives outside of when I see them on a screen. Like, be weirdos, be whatever outside, so long as you're not killing people. Right. Which is yeah. like, hey, guess what? We got that going on in the world, which is kind of a bigger deal than Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. I mean, so. it is assault. So. Yeah, there's there's worse things happening than <laughs> yeah, one I guy agree. hitting another guy and mm -hmm. the other guy just being like, oh! Yeah, fair. Whoops. Totally fair. I can't do that. Like... <laughs> Chris Rock will survive the slap. Some people, you know, overseas won't survive a bombing. Sure. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying there shouldn't be consequences. That's what I was like. It's like, we're, we're leaning towards, like, hey, if it's not as bad as a bombing. I just, I just, I'm sick about, <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about it. <laughs> I'm like. I, I, I get that way too, Mike. Um, I'm tired of hearing about celebrities. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying celebrities shouldn't be held accountable for stuff. I'm just saying, like, once they're held accountable for it, let's move on from it. Unless it's something like extreme, like, unless it's a long-standing thing, like a Weinstein issue, like, sure, press more charges on that dude. Certainly, if he's guilty of them, we, they should not be treated special in any regard in regards to legality of the things they do. I yeah, that's exactly. Hey, Johnny. How bad is school going to suck? I'm not going to like it. I'm not even going to oh, it. It's like getting your nuts smashed together so hard they become just one nut. Holy shit. You should be going to school every day with John. Yeah, no, thanks. You might have fun. No, I would not have fun. I got the house when you guys are out. I'm curious. How did Fox lose this? What happened to the TV? It was an accident. You're going to what? school and you're going to grow up. This was on Peacock, not on Fox. There's both in the car and stuff. Hey, dog. You're bringing your dolls to school? It's the 90s. Times are changing. Sexual education. Let's start with masturbation. If you can, I thought that was George Costanza for a second. the fuck up, dude. I haven't smoked. I haven't had sex. I haven't had a girlfriend. I'm a loser. You and me have been best friends like our whole lives. We're about to get high for the first time. Can we have drugs, please? Let's do this right. That's not how that works. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Can you guys believe we're like having an experience and experiencing reality? Is there a fucking gas leak or something? <laughs> you think they dropped all the f bombs to make sure people knew it was like a TV MA thing? I don't think it's a clean one. I didn't know there was a raunchy version. We can fix this. We definitely hit it. Get your fresh penis here. Jesus Christ. Oh, has that new penis smell? Oh, shut up. All right, I'm just trying to help. That's fun. How excited are you, how excited are we for the, the Ted prequel? I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm I'll be excited when the Orville comes back. <laughs> I saw Mike's eyes never change. The whole thing I was like watching Mike's like demeanor. I was like, I, I watched the first Ted movie. I'm like, yeah, this is cute and funny and raunchy. And then I was never thought about Ted again until yeah. just now. So I don't need to do the Ted universe. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit about Ted. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I like the second one a lot. I like Seth MacFarlane. The Orville. I'm I, I like the Orville, into the Orville. But what surprises me about the Orville, as somebody who doesn't necessarily enjoy it, but it's so popular. Like I can't believe it gets it gets season. better after the first season. season. One it was kind of different, but like the, after season one, it's really he good. he was still in Family Guy mode when season one was yeah. being made. It's season two, season two is a, and three are a lot lot better. Like I'll have, to, I'll, I'll have to give it another shot because the, the the tone in the first few episodes I watched was very all over the place. Like it was very Just jokey, to season two, yeah. very serious, and then very jokey, and then very yeah. serious. 
they get the he strikes a better balance with the yeah. next two seasons. I think I, feel I, like I really like the guy. Like, two, I, right? can you just jump to, sorry, can you you can just jump to season two? There's no storyline arc, is there? I forget. Uh, yeah, you probably could. Like, I don't. I can't remember if there's. I'd even. I'd even argue halfway through season one, it gets. Sure. It gets sure. On its feet a little bit more. Yeah. Then, Either way, I really yeah. like the Orville. I'm, I'm with Mike on that one. I give but it like, a shot if you haven't. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. I'm just not a Ted person. Like I like fair. the movie, the first movie, just fine. But I'm just like, yeah, totally fair. This doesn't need to be a franchise. That's my main gripe. N- not everything needs to be a franchise. Yeah. That was part of my. That was my thought when I was watching this too. I was like, man, we can't come up with new ideas that are funny and so like. So we're now we're just labeling every movie that was successful in the early yeah. aughts. Be like, okay, just, now we're gonna make a TV out of it. TV show. Out of it. I know, there's a lot of uh, original stuff on TV too. I just watched. Sure, but I feel like we're leaning into nostalgia. Really a lot, good. Yeah. Show it's Bookies okay. is really good on HBO. Yeah. What's that one? It's called Bookies. 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 It's it's a Chuck Lorre show, but it doesn't feel like a Chuck Lorre show. Hold on one second. Um, it doesn't have a laugh track. Not like super comedical. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to f- tell you guys who's in it. Is there it's a trailer a... for it? Yeah, we watched. We can watch yeah, the trailer. So you can see either laughter or again my eyes glaze over I, know. I, was, I do love like i like half watch the trailer and half just watch mike i'm like well i'm afraid like to play the trailer because there's like a 30 second charlie sheen cameo in it and i, I just really hope the trailer doesn't focus on that because it's not the show why oh I, I thought there was going to be like a legal issue or something. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah. What's the problem? I mean, it's just a misrepresentation just char- of the show. It's just yeah. Charlie I mean, Sheen. It, it, it make it. I thought it was. A oh, that's why I didn't watch it because I'm not a huge Charlie Sheen fan. And then I found out it wasn't. He was only in it for a second. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Well, now we have context. Oh, I, I like. I forget the name. I like this comedy. What kind of job do I got? Nobody pays me. What if I make this right with some baseball memorabilia? Guys, I've got Babe Ruth's autopsy report. I'm going to tell you something I never told a client ever. You shouldn't bet on sports. I can't do this anymore, Danny. This small time shit. Oh. Hey, man, it's in when what's all right. That man can't get away from anything. How is he breaking into have personal relationships with my clients? Figure the assholes are here. Give me the loose. Give me the loose. That was good. Throw it like you're going to jail forever. Fucking hate my life. What's he from? I recognize his face. I just don't remember. Stand up comedian. He's threatening us. I believe he's a comedian. Are you stupid? Going out for the loop. Urgent care. You drive. I'm only two episodes in, but so far it's good. Just basic cable. How am I supposed to see all that dragon shit? Nice self plug there, Max. (laughs) It'll be there before uh, Zaslov takes it off the air. I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean that's the thing too. It's like I can't say I'll I can't say that won me over to watch it, but people who like it should still be able to watch it. Mm. <laughs> so. Facts, man. Everybody should be able to watch what they want to watch. I as long as it's not hurt it out there. At least it. put it out there. You already spent the money. It's a it's yeah. a now it's just some cost. Just throw it out there. Not just server space. Yeah. yeah I, I, to some degree, I get Batgirl because it wasn't finished. It would have to put more money in the effects, but the the whole Acme situation and the Scoob sequel, like those were finished. Like you put the money into finishing those films. Like, why do you want to shelve them? Because Scooby Doo is going to sell kids. I mean, you put out Tom and Jerry. Why can't you put out Scooby Doo? You put out Space Jam. Why can't you put out Scooby Doo? <laughs> uh, but also, to Batgirl's defense, too, the Snyder cut technically wasn't completely finished they needed an extra what 30 mil to finish it that so, was pre-zaslov yeah. yeah that's the thing yeah it was pre-zaslov when you could do that now these days it's russian roulette so mm-hmm. one of the things that i i am happy about is uh recently bob Iger released a statement kind of saying what has been a rumor for a while that disney's going to get back to uh focusing on 
storytelling as opposed to big budgets and pumping content because bob Iger left new ceo came in new ceo is like marvel disney put everything out make it all go out so you know they were forced to keep feige was you know working overtime so now Iger was brought back because they got rid of that guy and bob Iger is now saying that we're gonna do that we're gonna uh, scale back the, the budgets focus more on story try to get back to where we were and you know his statements make me positive in the right direction. So we'll I believe it when I see it, but I hope hopefully. To... Yeah, I mean, it's already happening with Marvel. I mean, they canceled ev- nothing. Marvel's coming out next year except for Deadpool. Right, maybe a show or two. But well, none of them in terms of budget cool. stuff, like I'm not sure how much it transfers over, but like in terms of budget stuff, and this is getting back to my Godzilla thing uh, that I'm gonna go see tomorrow. Is that I believe that was made for the equivalent of 15 million. I think oh. it was 15 or 30. Maybe it was 30. But it's still, still very, very modest, cheap. modestly yeah, priced blockbuster, and it's getting like rave reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so make good things. It doesn't matter the price. Like the Barbie movie, I don't believe had that exorbitant a budget, and that's a billion dollar money maker mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think Barbie did either. And Margaret Robbie recently said that as of now, there's no sequel plans for Barbie. So that's good. Good. Marinate. You know. You know. If she decides she has another story in a few years, and let her tell it, but don't crank the story out. It, that, that I think that would kind of cheapen the experience of why people went to go see that movie to begin with. It's like, yeah. hey, this is a. First of all, the marketing for that and Oppenheimer was brilliant, yeah. even though it wasn't like intended by either oh, studio. But it's like, you know what? It made it a unique viewing experience for people. And if you immediately follow it up with like, now we got a Barbie cinematic universe, that kind of lessens the value of that experience, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it worked great for something like Marvel, where the whole premise is it's built on building on this universe, but it's like, it's Barbie. We don't need yeah, a Barbie and- cinematic universe. Tell your story, make it memorable, move on. And you reminded me, Mike, the whole reason we did this physical media thing is that uh, Oppenheimer's 4K release was sold out everywhere which is fantastic for us physical media fans because I wanted to pick it up on 4K and I couldn't find it. Like even the guy that I buy movies from, he didn't have any. So you it's now You know a guy? I do know a guy. I have a guy. <laughs> He's my film dealer. <laughs> he hooks me up. But um, you gotta walk, You got to walk up there like Ted and be like, can I have some bootleg Blu-rays, please? <laughs> They're not bootleg, but uh, yeah, no. Um uh, Atlantis and Treasure Planet sequels. Sure. I, I, I love Atlantis. They did the whole... Uh, I think there was an Atlantis sequel. I was about to say, I think there was. It, that was back when Disney was doing their whole like direct-to-video sequelitis type thing. Yeah, and there's a sequel preview for uh, Dumbo 2 that never came out because after they released yeah. the trailer, that's when they decided to stop doing sequels. Nobody wanted the them. The original Dumbo, yeah. <laughs> Huh. It was Milo's return. They did. It was 2005, though, so don't blame me for not remembering. Hmm. Okay. Well, and also the thing is, I think a lot of those, a lot of those Disney VHS sequels back in the day, like those are meant to like springboard into TV shows. Like I think yeah. there was. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because there was a TV show. Right. You're totally right. Right. Yeah. yeah well, like I remember, I had the Return of Jafar VHS when yeah, I was younger, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, this feels like it should be on a Saturday morning. And sure enough, that was when. They had the Aladdin TV show on Saturday morning with Homer Simpson as the genie instead of Robin Williams. Yeah. Because Robin yeah. Williams is like, you all marketed the hell out of my character, which I hated. So I'm mm-hmm. not doing that shit anymore. Yeah. And he didn't get paid for all the marketing either, but they did get him back for the third Aladdin movie. Yeah. He, he Well, he came back with stipulations like, I'll do this one more movie. I'm getting a million for this. <laughs> and also, you're only going to use this character for like educational stuff. So... Yeah, and the third one was way better than Return of Jafar. Yeah, but yeah. one more was the original that just yeah. had that magic. I love the Aladdin. It's so good. Yep. Never seen the live action one, though. Have I no actually like live action, too. I thought Will Smith did okay. Up until when he slapped somebody. <laughs> uh, Inspector Gadget 2 immediately comes to. I haven't seen Inspector Gadget one. Didn't even know, know there was an Inspector about. Gadget two. Yeah. yeah, it's got the guy from Third Rock from the Sun in it, not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's the other guy, Fred Stewart. Oh, yeah. oh man, Fred Stewart. What happened, dude? 
Oh, French Stewart, the star of Home Alone 4. <laughs> Man, he was so good on that show. He was so good on Third Rock from the Sun. I was I was hoping to see him in a lot more like better better stuff. But I think I the only thing I've ever seen him in outside of Third Rock was Stargate. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I don't even remember his I, character's name in that. Me either, but I remember seeing him. Guy who yells at James Spader once. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, get 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped with code 3Geeks at manscaped.com. Go to youtube.com slash Mike McGee TV. Go check us out on all social medias. Find out why Mike plays Red Dead Redemption, which I was realizing the other day, Mike, you pretty much just Red Dead Redemption like somebody would play The Sims. Oh, yeah. That's we have right. a whole short dedicated to you playing. Red oh, Dead yeah, Redemption. fishing. Yeah. It's yeah. funny you mention that because I was playing Red Dead Redemption because I decided, okay, I'm actually going to finish up the story here nice. i'm like wow this story went all over the place oh yeah clock stoppers true i remember clock stoppers yeah oh yeah clock stoppers i never saw it <laughs> never saw it all right everybody have a great night see you